live from the writers and experts of the popular industry blog, PPC Hero. Welcome, superheroes, to a new episode of the PPC Hero podcast. You can expect kick-ass insights, smashing digital marketing strategies, and the latest trends and happenings in PPC that can help you zoom past your competition. Stay tuned for your host. Today's episode of the PPC Hero Podcast. We've got episode five coming to you today. Um, today's topic will be PPC for the travel and tourism marketers. Uh, and with me today, I've got our associate directors of services, Diana and Carrie. Welcome, you guys. Thanks, Zach. Thanks, Zach. All right, so we're going to get right into it on this podcast, and I'm going to jump into these questions. Um, obviously, a lot has changed over the last 10 years, uh, and the way people consume uh, and get information for travel and tourism, um, travel, um, or, or making plans, booking plans, um, is different. So what trends are you guys currently seeing with travel and tourism with your clients right now? And I'll get it kicked off, and we'll start with you, Diane. Um, what are some of the trends that you're currently seeing with your clients? Um, lately, with my clients, I'm seeing that the internal focus is more on bookings than on branding. So whereas we used to manage our, our accounts to to more of a branding perspective and really getting the word out, we're really focused now on getting people into that booking mode, which is something that has definitely shifted over the past six months with the travel clients that I work on. Um, and it's a, a real, real shift, and we've definitely changed a lot of what we're doing to accommodate that. The other thing that I'm noticing is there's a focus on travel aggregators that they work with, and the focus is to really understand if their relationships with the travel aggregators are helping them or if it's actually hurting them in the sense of it's also bringing in some competition that now we have to actually compete against in order to get that same person. So that's, that's something that they're definitely taking a closer look at, especially as the relationships with the travel aggregators increases. Hmm. Very interesting. And how about you, Carrie? Um, what trends are you seeing with your clients currently? I think one thing that I'm seeing that I don't think is specific to the travel industry, but that we're feeling across uh, across different kinds of online advertising is what Google's really doing to enter the conversation. So Google has its flight search that when you type in, you know, a trip that you're wanting to take or something like that, uh, the little engine will pop up that Google's trying to help you figure out where to. Uh, with whom to book your flights. So that's something that we've been seeing for a while now, but they're just starting to release their destination app, which is kind of a similar experience um, specifically for mobile users, but it starts to prompt you with, okay, if you're trying to go to Europe, let's give you a few little pictures of places you can go and things you can visit and flights you can book and things like that. So Google's really inserting itself a lot more, which isn't a big surprise to anybody who's been following exactly what Google's been doing over the last five years or so, and certainly uh, in recent weeks with the change in the sidebar ads and all these ways that, that they're really changing the relationship they themselves have with the with the users. I would say that that's something that we're definitely seeing pop up more and more, and we're just trying to figure out how to navigate with that, and also knowing that it's it's a bit of a competition for us. 
And I'd say in addition to Google's activity and how they're uh, constantly a presence for us, I would say that the impact of current events is really something that we just see so strongly uh, in some of our travel uh, clients where because there are, are all sorts of different political activities happening, um, different things happening with weather and you know international travel and things like that, when those things pop up, we absolutely see the response that people have, whether it's inquiring about what's going on and that being something we need to guard against, uh, or if it's something that just affects people's willingness to make these plans. So that's something that as the, the world as a whole is more in touch with what's happening everywhere else, is something that we're seeing uh, impact people's search behavior. Huh. That, you know, great, great thing to think about is actually what's taking place in the world and what other events are impacting travel. Um, awesome. Uh, Carrie, we'll stick with you on uh, our second question today that we're going to tackle is what advice do you have for travel and tourism marketers who are looking to expand their business um, and look for new platforms to actually advertise on? Well, one of the things that I find to be particularly helpful is really understanding what you need to be targeting. So, for example, if you're offering some sort of service or product that's specific to a particular geographic region, it's really important that as you're looking at where you can expand your reach, that you're understanding what kind of impact you can have in those places. So it may be that I'm trying to target somebody in a specific city, like Chicago. An expansion opportunity I've got is, okay, how far outside of Chicago can I go? But then it also becomes for that area, who all can get me the best advertising in that region? There are all sorts of vendors that do all sorts of different things, including you know, video or device-specific ads or different kinds of ads uh, and really different ways that they resonate with the users. And so when you're looking to expand, figuring out how to really connect with the specific people that you want to connect with uh, in a way that's most efficient for you, I would say is something really important to keep in mind. Great. Um, and how about you, Diane, uh, in terms of advice for clients who are looking to actually expand upon their current current business? Well, one thing I've really learned in my past interactions with my travel clients is not to be afraid to try new things. So we've expanded in other platforms, um, including Facebook, Twitter, programmatic, native, and there's definitely been key learnings across all those platforms. While not all of them were necessarily as successful with generating the actual booking, there were definite learnings there that we were able to take and bring it into other platforms and then have it translate into bookings because our goal is always to reach that right person at the right time with the right message. And we certainly have spread our wings a lot with, with these different platforms and really come to learn what resonates best with our customers. And, you know, for example, with program even though we didn't necessarily see it translate into the same amount of bookings that Search did, we were able to take the audience insights information, and, and that's just such a valuable amount of information there, and really develop the persona of who our customer was and, and was able to take those and use, use our learnings in other platforms. So it's really about not being not being afraid to test other platforms and not to judge them before you try them. And I mean, it's everything from programmatic and social to even testing out how you can leverage your video content. Lots of times there's amazing video content that just doesn't get used to the fullest potential. So there's definitely a lot of opportunities to do it. And if you, if you really, you know, take a close look at the targeting options, there definitely are expansion opportunities there for you. Awesome, awesome. Um, 
Okay, for the next question, um, for the third question here for the podcast, we're really going to take a look, and what I want to know is what factors do you currently see impacting the travel and tourism industry? Um, what do you constantly have to stay on top of, um, whether it's you know seasonality, changes in routes or offers? Um, what are some of the tactics that you think about uh, in order to stay on top of all of this, specifically with client communications? Well, for me, uh, definitely seasonality is a big thing because there are, there are going to be times where bookings are going to be high and there are going to be times where we expect it not to be. And I think when you just keep that level of communication open with the client, and oftentimes I'll ask them, well, this is what we're seeing on our end, but what are you seeing overall? And a lot of times, you know, it's not always the same thing. And usually conversations like that can really open the, the client up into letting you understand the bigger picture, what they normally, normally see and what they don't. And it also sometimes is a great springboard for opportunity to develop some new campaigns that maybe you didn't have before, but actually help. So, you know, perhaps it's a spring break campaign that you weren't running before because you found out that there are a lot of people who, you know, have the week off in, on the East Coast during that week, and now we're going to run a spring break campaign uh, to those people and increase bookings. Or maybe it's a bad weather campaign, and we watch the weather. And as soon as we see an area gets hit with bad weather, we target our campaign there just to try to keep everything um, in alignment. But I think the biggest thing there is to always have those open conversations. And don't just assume that the, the data that you're seeing on your end is indicative of what's going on as a whole with you know with the organization okay I, just a quick follow-up there because I, some of the clients I've previously worked with um, typically have a, a fixed budget and a flexible budget right so depending on if there was terrible weather and snowstorms for instance in the Northeast uh, and you're really trying to drive people further south do, do you see that with your clients in terms of um, more flexible budgets uh, where they'll be likely to roll in additional budgets um, if seasonality or a specific event is taking place that they want to capitalize on? Yeah, I definitely do, Zach. You know, I, I think a lot of times the client realizes that the opportunity is there and it's a limited time opportunity. So if if we have additional budget, if we've got that flexibility, they'll certainly say, you know, add on to what you're doing for the month and and run some campaigns toward these areas that are, you know, getting pummeled with snow right now so that we can convince them that now is is a great time to plan a vacation to our resort. However, if they don't, then we have that conversation of, okay, so I'm going to have to pull budget from someplace else. And it's usually an open conversation of just areas that maybe don't convert as well for us um, on a regular basis. So we're going to take budget from there and for a short period of time, we're going to devote it to this, you know, bad weather campaign, let's say. So it, it certainly does work both ways. When the client does have some extra budget, usually they realize that that's a, a very limited opportunity. So we, we need to strike while the iron is hot in that case. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and how about for you, Carrie? I'm tackling the same question um, in terms of, you know, seasonality changes and routes. How do you stay on top of it all? Well, I'd say that really understanding what's happening with the client who works in the travel industry, one of the most important things you can do is actually understand what's happening. So there are different things that you can be provided with that really help with that learning curve. Things like uh, a calendar of their peak seasons, understanding what that flow of traffic looks like that they're used to. That's a conversation they're having constantly every year, every quarter. But if you're coming into the situation, you're really just not going to know that as clearly. 
So understanding things like that, and then also understanding different kinds of industry restrictions, I find that that's probably one of the bigger learning curves people go through, is understanding, can you say that? Can you talk about this? What are the rules if you're going to talk about it? And who can you connect with and um, that, that falls within the restrictions that your client is, is working within? So I feel like getting that base knowledge of what, what are the basics of your, uh, your client and what they can do, what they can't do, and what their big picture experience is really starts you off strong. And then I'd say going forward, really having great communication and a great understanding of what your needs are to actually implement what they're doing. So knowing if they have promotions that come through, getting either a promotional calendar or knowing that you're getting up-to-date information when there are things coming through that will drastically affect your performance uh, and their performance in the big picture. Uh, that kind of thing can be super helpful. I would also say making sure that if there are uh, if there are things that you're trying to accomplish that your client is getting with you as far as your creative uh, details, making sure that you have the content that you need, whether it's video, whether it's image ads, things like that, uh, making sure that they're actually providing you with those things. Because when it comes to travel, it's a lot of times really specific, and it's, uh, it can change so much through the season, so much through promotions and things like that, that ensuring that you have exactly what you need when you need it is a piece of it that will really help you perform a lot better. Great, great. Yeah, I mean, I think the communication, everything's always going to come back to that on both sides of things. So as an agency or as a client, uh, making sure you're sharing the appropriate information so everyone's set up for success um, or making sure that you're receiving it. So uh, communication, always, always going to be a top thing for everybody. Um, number four and kind of our final one and just kind of open it up a little bit. Um, any other advice? Carrie, we'll start with you. Um, you know, for, for our listeners here today um, for travel and tourism marketing? Well, one of the things that, that we've definitely seen is that competition is always increasing. More and more people are venturing into the paid advertising sphere, and we're seeing people really up their game as far as what they do, how they say what they do, um, and really how they connect with different users. So I would say being aware of your competitive edge is absolutely something that you should be focusing on. It should be something you're reevaluating uh, constantly just to make sure that there's um, there's not any loss that you're experiencing simply because you're not being proactive about that competition. So understanding where you really stand out from your competitors, making sure you include that in your marketing messages, and then also knowing that if you if you aren't as competitive in some element, maybe you have your prices are more expensive. Understanding that your step to win that audience is using all the other features you have. Is it your quality? Is it your convenience? All those other factors that. You know, we, we talk a lot about kind of that, that bottom metric of maybe the price is something that really gets people's attention. If you don't have the price to compete with uh, those other folks in your industry, you need to just make sure you're selling the other items that you do have because really at the end of the day, it is that bigger picture that's going to make that um, make that connection for the, for the targeted users. Great. Awesome. Um, and Diane, how about you? Any last uh, words of advice for our audience here today? Yeah, absolutely. And and I second everything that Carrie just said, especially the part about, you know, really understanding the competition. I think that is incredibly important to the success and of course understanding what resonates best with the potential customers. And I think if I could leave you with one piece of advice, it would be to really make sure 
that you work very closely with the client in understanding their brand and understanding the bigger picture. I think as PPC marketers, sometimes we stay in our PPC silo and, and don't necessarily look at what's happening overall. So I think anything you can do as the account manager to really get an understanding of what performance is like overall, um, you know, what, what resonates best with the, with the potential customers. Is it price? Is it their reputation? You know, there's so many different things that, that really are important to know. And I think it, it's not just about buying the keywords and, you know, and, and tracking your, your bookings. It's really about gaining that deeper understanding of, of who they are. Because once you have that, you'll see that it will open up doors for you to really think a little bit further outside the box and find ways to capture the audience that they're looking for. Awesome. Yeah. Who, who are they and how do we inspire them? Great. Well, that's going to do it for this episode, episode five of the PPC Hero podcast. Uh, special thanks to Diane and Carrie for joining us today. Um, and thank all of our listeners uh, for, for joining us as well. Um, again, my name is Zach Schroll, Director of Marketing here at Hannapin Marketing, uh, and thanks for joining.